0: Up, man. perfect man so welcome back everybody we just sitting and talking about some ideas brainstorm. but welcome back it's another episode another week another one another blessing another one. peace and bless everybody here with us of course again my name is jacques bull right this is adrian beast and this is the nice, nice guys, guys podcast. podcast so welcome back everybody so we kind of talked about it briefly before we actually got on camera we're talking about generational curse, generational fucking curses i'm, I'm bit, because
1: hey yo and real quick shout out to, to y'all if y'all have made it well, this is our fifth episode we made it with us through everyone for real. you know what i'm saying we appreciate you but love, you know much love much love in the last episode talking about burger king i was high as you, know, you know
0: what i'm saying so anyway yeah so back to generational curses man so if anybody has dealt with generational curses or dealt with certain things in your family or saw things in other people's families like yo why does my family do this? You know what I'm saying? It may be delved in the concept of generational curse. It may be. You know what I'm saying? I've I've realized personally that, you know, I've moved around a little bit, moved around the country a little bit. So uh, to give a little bit of my background, I am from Chicago, Chicago area. You know what I mean? Most of my family's from the South side, a lot of people from the West side as well, but mainly predominantly from the South side of Chicago. And I moved, I moved around a lot as a kid. I went to, like, four or five elementary schools, two middle schools, two high schools, and I went to two universities. Mm. So I moved around a lot of my life. You know so I'm a mover. mover Sound like it. Mover and shaker. I, shout out to everybody that lets me come out and do my events. I do artwork as well, so I moved around in that scene as well. So I might, you might see me around the city of Dallas for right. sure. You know what I mean? But moved around a lot, but I felt like that helped me out to understand exactly what it meant to have generational curses. Okay. A lot of times, we don't realize when we're stuck in a lot of the crevices of the spaces that we're in, then once we move out of those spaces, like the allegory of Cave, you know, something different out there, you know, something Mm. something different that you can take into uh, perspective in regards to what's going on with your family dynamic, even though you love your family, but until you stepped out of that environment, stepped out of what's going on in terms of what you've been encompassed and what you've been used to, you know what I'm saying, environmentally, you don't really realize some of the damages, some of the generational curses that are involved or engulfed in, or... You might think that shit the stuff that that's going on in your family is normal. Completely normal. And sometimes i sitting with you, and be like, yes. yo. <laughs> I thought everybody had pimps and grandfathers, right. great grandfathers was all pimps and shit got movies based off of them. <laughs> it was cool with Curtis. I'm thinking this shit is a normal stuff. Where, right. You know, family members that have started major games <laughs> or been affiliated with the or actually helped start the Rough Riders stuff I thought that was just normal stuff. You know, mm-hmm. seeing my cousin. I can't say his name on camera because he's going going through a case right now. But anyway, seeing some family members deal with some things that are um, not the best. You know, even seeing family members on the news because they're going through RICO charges. I was like, oh, I didn't know what that was. You know, coming home at 15 years of age and seeing my mother break down watching the news. Yeah. Because, like, my uncle that was staying with us, you know what I'm saying, going through some things. And obviously, you know, shout out to those that don't snitch. I don't like snitches. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I can't really go into detail because I don't really want to incriminate myself. I don't know what's going on with that situation entirely. I haven't done a, full, a, lot, a lot of research because it's kind of one of them situations where you kind of put it in the back of your mind. Right. But I do respect the fact because initially I was mad. I'm like, man, he could just, you know, blase blah, blah, But mm-hmm. now I realize the reason why he did what he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a mechanism of protection. I think a lot of times we watch these shows and we realize, like, wow, that's dramatic, but... I've seen that. Yeah, I thought that was just normal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Watching snowfall, or power. You just see some of these things. You're like, I don't know. So this is this is something that not everybody family do. <laughs> right. Not everybody family involved in starting major gangs uh-huh. and drug affiliations and making big moves like that. And you know Rico Cat. I
1: thought that was just normal stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a, a lot of that. A uh, lot of like you said. A lot of stuff we see is 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 youngins. Running around in the front yard, all in the hood. I was
0: in. I thought this was regular stuff. I mean, I remember going to family members' careers, and I had to be on the floor at certain times of the day because they shoot. Um, I I thought this was no okay. We got to go downstairs. All right, cool. We got to lay down, chill, and watch. You know, movies or cartoons. I thought that was regular stuff. Yeah, I know that was just not normal.
1: Yeah, man, and all that stuff. It come with (laughs) most stuff. Some some more things that um, you know, habits and. Mm Traumaticals Traumaticals Yeah, Traumaticals and things like that that that, that, that lead to these, you know, the the curse itself Yeah that that get passed down. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, and and I think um, just looking at it I mean, historically, I just, I feel like a lot of times we don't really know better. So we can't do better. In yeah, terms. Yeah. I'm not making an excuse, exactly. but it's like, I know people in Chicago that have never left their block. Right? right. They literally have just lived on that. Like, like Young Chop, one of the mm-hmm. producers, he had never been downtown. Yeah. It's literally people that have never been down there. are They are intimidated or in fear uh-huh. of being able to leave out of that one space, that one block or that that radius. So right. It's really a big city, but at the same time, I feel like you have to move around. And that's sure. That's what I'm trying to tie back to, my tie back, my tie down in that situation is that you have to move out of those environments. Even if you're in a toxic relationship, whatever, it just helps to move around to be able to understand a lot more of what's going on around you
1: and kind of help develop you as a person. So right. I think I like one of the yeah. not, 'cause you all, I feel like one of the most like um what's the word? Um most important periods of my life for like my personal development was like um May specifically like summer of oh eight. Okay. Because that's when I did the most traveling. But usually like in the summers I would travel with my pops. Okay. Him being a truck driver. Um just going all across the US. Yeah. And, you know, summer oh eight, I spent the whole summer with him um just on the road. And we went coast to coast, just um got to see, you know, it seemed like every kind of Beautiful neighborhood, every kind of hood, mm-hmm. and ghetto neighborhood, every, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Really got to, like, see it all, and it, it really, I feel like, I, I wonder sometimes if, like, I would still have the kind of same kind of understanding of the world if if I hadn't had that the experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I
0: think that's very much so the case. I feel like they actually say that the more that you move around, it helps out in terms of your cognitive development because of the fact that you get a chance to experience it. things different sites. But we do know that a lot of these different, every every hood has their own little spice and things of that nature, but they got bit. a lot of the same ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So you go to certain areas, you're like, wait a second. Right. You can tell the socioeconomic class is starting to change a little bit, starting to dip. You see little babies running in the middle of the street with pampas on, you know and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was like, what well, do little babies running around like, it's 10 o'clock at night? What it's What? Getting, what are they parent It's you getting know? real
1: difficult to tell, to, to differentiate between hoods. Like even the, the lingo is starting to be oh, yeah, same. it like, is you know i think it's social media i think social media see, social media it. because everybody
0: had that access to that information or right. like because when people talk about certain things like it's kind of hard to depict like 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 i like when like corporate shout out to him like oh god like that's something yeah, that we yeah. say in chicago a lot of Man, that's goofy as hell like that's something uh, that we just say out there but you know you're starting to see other people kind of pick right, up on the line because sure. of
1: the music and all social media the music pretty and cool, social too. media that's the biggest thing it's just like yeah, yeah apparently like John or whatever came from like oh, up yeah, north it came Jones, from Philly and yeah, all this. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So but, you know, I say that all the God. time. I call yeah. everything a John. Like, yeah. You know so.
0: And somebody told me I was using it properly. I was like, uh, really? What? So I can't use this word in certain in certain words. Uh, I'm like, how, how you just gonna own yeah. this word? I can't say John. I can't say it the way I want to say That's it. You crazy. know what I'm saying? So I think it's, I mean, language and linguistics is create, create, creative, but yeah, I mean, sure. back, yeah, but back to, my, what it, so it's so, the so generational curses, man. Um, I feel like the impact that this had on me, you know, per, per se, like, I think it actually helped, helped me kind of be more driven, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't until recently, you know, because I kind of grew up, my dad, you know what I'm saying, he's, he's, he's a, he's a woman, I'm not going to lie, I'm okay. like, not sure, so, like, I realized, I always thought that I could just have my way, you know, when it came to that opposite sex, and then I had this one situation where your lady challenged me yeah never been challenged okay and it hit my ego in a hard way I'm talking about the straight yeah yeah you know Tyson uh, liver, you Tyson know blow you know what I'm saying Javante okay. oh, oh, yeah yeah Davis bro he hit hit that boy with that uh, he just uh, said I can't take no more he's these punches. Even little tank hit him so that, she hit me with the Javante stopped me in my tracks yeah and it made me realize there was some things I definitely needed to really embark on in terms of my journey that's kind of the reason why I kind of you know invoked and kind of created the Umi Art issue because I was inspired by just that whole situation what she was doing Mm. and <clears throat> I never challenged myself I was so comfortable you know because my mother kind of grew up within a fear based type situation even though she had some faith it was kind of contradictory but corporate America it seemed like that's what the money was because yeah. you know growing up she grew up in very traumatic situations okay. she dealt with gener- generational curses in a way that I don't think most people know how to right And I still feel like there's still a disconnect. As I get older, I still see, I love my mom, but I know there's something there that's still a little off because of certain things she experienced as a child. Mm -hmm. But she always taught me that, you know, we talked about this as well, like being a nice girl, being safeguarded, and like living in those comfortable spaces, and like not allowing yourself to feel certain things that I was being taught. You know, in the household, so that kind of showed me that her journey was pretty, very traumatic. You know what okay. I'm saying? A lot of trauma. And I had to realize sometimes you got to break that mold. Sometimes you can't just create that comfortable space and try to be perfectionist or whatever. Because as human beings, I don't believe we know what perfection really is. You know what I'm right. saying? I think we have an idea of what we think perfection is. But even like in, you know, situation. I don't talk about religion too much, but even in the main story, you know about, it. you know what I'm saying, the Messiah it was hung on the cross. You know what I'm saying? That was probably the closest thing that most people knew in terms of profession as a human being. So I think some of the things that I was taught in the household kind of made me deal with things in a certain way, mm-hmm. kind of create more anxiety for myself because I was a little too hard on myself about things. Okay. But I realized as I got older, even at that experience of that young lady, to tie back to that situation, I had to realize there were certain things that I just never experienced. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't where I needed to be at. And... We Talked about that a lot, like generational curses. Yeah, so for me, I was just like, Damn, I never really even thought about it. And then, shout out to Napoleon Hill, I know he died or whatever. He done wrote a book called I Win the Devil. Check that book out, it would I gotta re- read it. It's called what I Win the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Okay, yeah, Thinking and Rich. with another book that wasn't really put in I the same That one,
1: yeah,
0: it was, it's, for, it's for a reason, yeah, yeah. So, when okay. you read that book. You might you might do some outlandish shit. I just quit uh, my job. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm doing the right thing. I was It basically challenged everything fundamentally that I understood at interesting. one point. I thought moving up the corporate ladder and doing all those great things and being promoted. Then it was helping me to promote myself in terms of my journey, but it really wasn't. So that, that whole time period that I was dealing with Back in like twenty twenty, yeah, which is so funny, like that full vision kind, you know, COVID. It just allowed me to really understand that there were some things I wasn't doing, you know, doing right. right. I feel like part of that was from generational curse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were passed down certain fear based systems that were being implemented within the household that weren't conducive towards growth. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was that was my impact, and just seeing the impact that it had on my mother, and then how it was impacting me. Even like not believe because I don't believe in anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are just moments of just being upset and frustrated, but you can't be stuck in those spaces. Okay. And I used to be stuck. Like I used to call off work. Uh-huh. i would like crawled up in the fetal position because I was like, yo, I just I don't know if I could deal with life. And I don't talk to people about it too much, but yeah, I don't deal with that stuff no more like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I feel like it's a whole other way that I look at life, and you know, I challenge myself in certain ways, and I make excuses because. You only got so much time. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. For sure. So I did a
1: whole set. Seven- I, mean, I ain't going to go on no, a rent. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to go on a rent like that. But, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. That's that's good that you you had that moment, though. I mean, you in your 30s having it. But there's people in their 50s and 60s that still haven't had nice. that moment. 50s right. and 60s is probably too young. Midlife crisis. They be having the midlife exactly. so, crisis. Exactly. Crisis. Like, yeah, yeah, it don't matter when you, when you have that realization as long as you have it, it's like when you, you know, before it's, all you all the way too set in your ways. Because old nice. folks, man, they be... I talk to them every Doggy, day. Like, it's hard to change.
0: <laughs> I talk to them every day. Since oh, he... Old niggas mind. Shout out to Medicare because I talk to you <laughs> all day. I'm like, what? Like, but yeah. they, they have game. And then it's one thing that KRS said, man, and this leans back to generational curses or just generations in general, like the generational gap. Yeah. He was like, Young cats can learn from older cats to be able to expand on their understanding. Old cats can learn from young cats to expand on their experience. So it's almost, it's it's almost, um, it's it's like a circle, you know, a full circle of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing, and that's going to lead back into slavery. But that's the reason why, like, if you realize in terms of being able to enslave a human being, you had to cut them off mm. from the older generation because mm-hmm. of course they had an understanding of things and they've been through life and experiences that can pass an information down because your DNA is no information as well. Yeah. But to be able to get that instruction manual to kind of help you guide your, you know, understand your journey and kind of develop yourself. Right. It just builds more and more. It's like that mountain concept. You just keep adding rocks to build that full mountain. So like, gotcha. if you can cut the younger generation off from the young and the old from the, the old from the young and the young from the old, you know, you got this space where there's a body that's, mm-hmm. that just has no head and no legs, it's right. just walking around. And that's how you create a slave.
1: Yeah. I think I think we see that in today's yeah. quote unquote culture.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? saying? That,
1: that that exchange has has stopped. That yeah. that exchange of wisdom. And you got niggas just running around doing whatever. Per, per crash dummies. A bunch of crash dummies. It's <laughs> really I'm the per 30.
0: <laughs> per 30. like what you doing? Yeah. It's funny and entertaining for a moment. But you see the end result, you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like what, right. what, you know what really is happening there? And like, and it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the biggest shows, shout out to Snowfall, you know John Singleton, dams and interest. Yeah, like honestly, seeing that, I don't want to say too much. I'm not sure who's watched what, True. but it, it definitely hits in that show. So check that out. It definitely speaks on some things that. That hit because if you watch that show it talks about like the black Panthers the crack epidemic and it talks about like that separation mm-hmm. intentionally that the government intentionally did these things in order to create these these bodies or create this system yeah because somebody gotta look bad for somebody to look good bro mm-hmm. that's one thing that my my cousin shout out to my cousin Dennis man he said to me one day I was like it's stuck with me hard yeah but it was the realest thing I ever heard because it's like I always grew up thinking like why is I live in the suburbs, Tinseltown, look all nice and cool, but when I come to see y'all in the hood, it's like, damn, it's it's harsh and it's only getting harsher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I used to get excited because that's where my family mainly dwelled. My mother intentionally moved us out there to the Hicks to keep us away from certain situations because she, you know, embellished in a lot of different, you know, stuff and yeah. a lot of trauma. <clears throat> but he, he kind of told me that one day, and I was just like, wow, that stuck. You know what I'm saying. So it's a, it's a reason for why all this is happening. You know what I'm saying. Generational crisis, right. I feel like with Willie mentioned all this, that's all intentional. What? Well, I would say intentional in the sense, but the intentions were to create something in order to keep you know a system put into place. Because yeah. we all know that if you look at the currency system back in the day, slavery was a multi-billion almost exactly. dollars industry. That's what really kept yeah. the United States afloat. Everyone uh-huh. for those bodies, even life insurance was a derivative of slavery because right. you had to insure these bodies to make sure they in case that person dies, because it's been studied. Oh, I've, I've done a lot of research. I've done a rabbit. I've had my rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, Where I didn't like a lot of people. Uh-huh. I had they come out of that space? Right, right. I'm going to be honest. You know, you know that moment you like, they ain't never taught me this before. Exactly. This is why they didn't teach me this. You need you watch Nat turn and you see certain cats, you're like, well, shit. I, I, I see why they, because I hate everybody. Because uh-huh. the, the, the outcome is like, you, you're sitting there and it's a lack of knowledge and understanding thereof. And you're looking at the situation like, well, they did this intentionally. They create these gaps. They create these generational uh, walls in order to keep people, you know, sustained within a certain right. system. Because somebody has to look bad for somebody else to look good. Bro.
1: Mm. Church. Yeah. And and if you, if you listening and you you like I don't know if I agree with that. It's fine. At the very least, you have to agree that even if you don't think that that part was intentional, they didn't do anything to fix it. That was certainly intentional. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. I mean, if you, if it's, I forgot her name, but she did a case study where she was basically, I asked me an audience, like, would you give up your privilege to be somebody? Else? And even like Negro Diamond, shout out to Paul Mooney. <laughs> Everybody want to be a Negro, but nobody want to yeah. be a Negro. That's a real concept, bro. Exactly. You know? And I think that, but they get on a more positive note of things, I know I'm sounding kind of negative to some people, maybe. I disagree. That's totally fine. You can have that. Like, mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. that to be the case. I want you to be able to disagree. Like, you human being, you have your own experience. If you feel something that's good, I want you to feel I'm an artist. I want you to feel something. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't move unless I do feel it. Whether it be music, and I'll talk to you about that, or art. Yeah. If I ain't feeling it, it just ain't gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I'm saying it for a reason, but I feel like, to be on more of a positive note, I see it as a way of showing strength, you know, uh, power, in mm-hmm. a sense. Because, like, if nobody expected you to survive throughout the turmoil that took place, because Native Americans went through the same situation that we went through systemic, Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they see their result. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, yeah. Indian Health Service, shout out to Indian Health Services and stuff like that. I've been to reservations. It's rough, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. They, they almost been completely wiped out. Right. They would, I mean, you literally had massive genocide. Like, you had a whole there were, like, a count of millions of Native Americans, and then after, like, <laughs> after the Mayflower hit, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, yeah. it plummeted down to, like, maybe a million, and now it's like, you can barely even catch up with Native American.
1: Like, you don't know where they at for at real. the time. You feel what I'm saying? I so, feel like I've, I've met, like, two or three in my lifetime, like, pure-blooded yeah. Natives. I met a couple on, on, on the trip,
0: you know, yeah. like doing work or whatever. But, like, you could tell that the generational curse is intentional in any other group or subgroup or whatever minority. Cause like you see our areas, right. And it's like, we want to claim hood, we want to claim things, stuff yeah. like that. But that, you know, not to knock it, but it's like, we should have more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we're going to get there. We talked about it a little yeah. bit. So we might not see it necessarily in full perspective within our situation, living but I do believe
1: that generations down the line will definitely be able to see that for sure. For sure, you know. Yeah, so. and then shout out to all our indigenous listeners. Oh, for
0: I sure. Check that originality.
1: So, if you look at our our cultures, right? So, mm-hmm. I think you can like. There's a there's a lot of commonalities. This, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna go so far as to say, even if you take somebody who's from the hood and and someone from the burbs or whatever you call it um i think they could still find some commonality within our culture of you know the generational curses that we would have Mm -hmm. because of uh you know just the the cultural imprint the all of that all of those things so i'm wondering Mm -hmm. like what are the generational curses that non minority or non-black people have to deal with and, and how those compare to the generational curses that we might have to deal with. Like what are their generational curses like not not being able to really properly season food? You know what I'm saying? My stomach is bubbling. My stomach is
0: bubbling. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wonder, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if there is a disconnect there, you know, but then it's like <clears throat> I'm watching this documentary on Netflix. I'm a big person on documentaries, like because I might not read a book, but I'm a very visual person. Again, shout out to my yeah. my, my, my group, my artistry, my business, whatever. I'm a very visual person. Got mm-hmm. my degree in fine art, so like if I can't get caught into like reading because I might get distracted because I, I think I do have ADHD. I self diagnose yeah, yeah. myself. I can watch a movie because it keeps my attention because of the colors, yeah, yeah, the vibrancy and stuff like that. But in in the actual documentary itself the, the journalist just kind of give a you know a cliff note he was basically saying that archaeologists don't want to be challenged their ego is challenged you know in terms of what they've discovered in terms of these ancient civilizations you know and I, and what I'm what I'm trying to get at with that is um I, I feel like there's a, a reason why other people are looked at as not being as intelligible Mm-hmm. or well-equipped to be civilized and things of that nature for a reason. I think it's yeah. a systemic approach to be able to say, well, I'm better than you because of this. Mm-hmm. But it's a lack thereof somewhere. And, and that part, because like, if anything of a person is full-rounded, they want to see everybody grow. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the insecurity there in itself. So, you know, just seeing it, you know, socially. I, and again, I might be challenging some people. Some people, like like you said, might be upset with what I'm saying. But these are things that have come across to me, and just seeing that documentary kind of hit because, like, we mentioned this in another episode. I didn't even know Egypt was in Africa, bro. Right. <laughs>
1: For and this a is long this is the,
0: and even Nikola Tesla was studying Egypt to the to the uh-huh. T. Understand how to create certain things because he realized that if you look at some of the things that took place in their civilization over the way they was creating these pyramids. Which is still being excavated, which is a madly disrespect. You can ask, you can go study things, but you shouldn't be taking artifacts. And I just feel like that's disrespectful, anyway. Yeah. yeah. But he realized that it was a condensity that was created, and they was using the elect, they were using the electricity back in the day, right? they mm-hmm. using crystals, things that nature- they, things that were using in these devices, they were using our phones, stuff like that, to be yeah, able to communicate. Right. You see, they just is- found
1: the the that new mineral or whatever rock that's yeah. generating electricity yeah you can
0: just yeah, yeah yeah. it's the same thing that you can use and they were using these same principles because we had no distractions we had all this information i don't know what happened Catacly— cli- uh, i can't say the word but cataclysmically yeah cataclysmic i can't say <laughs> any, t- any type of catastrophe took yeah, place yeah. in history i can't say Catastrophicals. yeah kind of catastrophicals. Yeah, catastrophicals. I, well, I can't say cat- i can hear it in my <laughs> head but i can't say the word cataclysmic yeah. uh, any type of events yeah. took place that Cause like he was even talking about it in the documentary, bro. And like I know this is kind of going far fetched off the generational, but what I'm trying to get at is just like historically, is a reason why because people create these things of amnesia. Like humans have amnesia, mm. you know. And if you can separate a person long enough so they can forget their their previous right. knowledge, or understanding of self, then you can continue these 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 systemic
1: approaches. Right. To keep Very short you know, term and selective yeah. memories.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you see it with social media, like people. I feel like people don't appreciate things as much as they used to because they have so much uh, of mm-hmm. information and things and it's a good thing but it also could be like a bad thing at the same time so with generational curses the way I'm trying to tie all that back together is that there's been generations of information that I feel like it's been separated from us yeah that needs to be reinvestigated For you sure. know, we are still unfortunately as a, as a community African we are very indulged within that Survival mechanism because of the fact that we're chasing understanding, chasing money, chasing
1: all the other things, but we're not chasing ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And also, we have to get to a point of like being willing to listen to those who come forth with like wisdom about this. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, people clown Kendrick for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And, you know, for me, they was cloning them. Yeah. It's, it's always, it. it's always somebody. You know some some groups that you get on Black like Twitter or whatever, really, and I it's even just, attention to it. yeah, you know, amazing album Shout out songs to like Auntie's Diaries and yeah. stuff like that, where he's he's telling these deep, really? vulnerable and things and, 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 and yeah, right. talking about his generational curses and stuff like that. If our first reaction is to listen to it and be like, I can't turn up to this, right? You know what I'm so saying? What are you getting from it? Exactly. But like yeah. that could be that could be the mom- the moment that you had when you were awakened to, to realize those generational curses, yeah. that could have been that person's moment, but they threw it away because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to we have to get past that as a culture, I, I feel like, as well. But, um, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, for you know sure. what I'm saying? When we come back from our commercial break. By the way, this is where you could, um, you know, talk about your things that you got going on. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Send us an email. For to, sure. To the email that's in the, either in the description or right below could be right here right th- I don't know where it's gonna be I'm gonna edit this and figure it out yeah. but send us whatever you got Um, if for you sure. wanna promote something man uh, we'd love to help you out you know what I'm saying we'd definitely we'd love love to, we definitely would love to we would love to, to connect with yeah. you yeah. Yeah. and um you know make a little little segment for you yeah for sure reach out us. get in touch Please. we'll be right back absolutely
0: Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. You know, that's one of the little (laughs) segues. But yeah, we were talking about generational curses, man, and how that impacted us and how we see things historically, how that has an impact as well, too. And the reason why a lot of things are kind of separated from people because, of course, if you have information, you're self-empowered and you can go against a lot of things in opposition. Mm -hmm. You can kind of create your own. But we know that, you know, whether you want to agree with me or not, this is my perspective. People have to be kind of created as... uh, I don't want to say the matrix because that sounds so cliche, but it's like they're batteries. You got to keep things running, but they keep, keep things society and stuff like that going in a certain way. And It's like, why yeah. would you want to create this uproar of consciousness or make people feel confident in that understanding of things? You yeah, know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's chess moves.
1: For sure. I'm and and not to be, you know, mm-hmm. we don't even have to be too heavy on, on the the black and white of it all. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's just as much about, if not more in certain cases about, you know, economics, economicals. Yeah. So, you know, the, the people in power are going to want to stay in, yeah. in power. It's, it's the people even, what, with yeah. wealth are going to want to increase their wealth. And a lot of the ways that you increase your wealth end up hurting people without it. You know, that's just the the nature of the game that we uh, play. Works, that's, that's, so, yeah. yeah, and that's that's just a, you know, like Push said, these are the games we play. Yeah. So, gen- my general, I feel like... Uh, Speaking of generational curses, something that that I hadn't had to have that moment of realization of realizations with, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah, saying, I'm saying was uh, abandonment issues. Ooh, talk about like me. I'm gonna talk mine. Go ahead. That's something that it sound like. I I didn't realize for the longest time what that even really meant. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And by the time I realized what it meant, it still took me years after that to realize all the different tentacles they come off of that and, and all the different places that it could reach you like Mm. emotionally and mentally, like Mm. it is a very pervasive and, and, and deep, um, trauma to, to have to deal with. And I've, I've realized that I felt like my, my father had abandonment issues from, um, the way that his father left yep. and then uh my mother from the way that she was treated in relationships mm-hmm. and realized had to realize that that was affecting me creating insecurity in me in my relationships yep. Yep. for before causing me that to, to act out of character in, in certain certain instances yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I would that was like a eureka moment for me realizing like Wow. And again, one of the things that, that had helped me um, realize that was listening to Kendrick Lamar. Um, it, I think it was uh, to Pimple Butterfly. To I think Pimple it was Mortal Pimple. Man. And he was taught he had a bar about oh, having yeah. abandonment issues. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dang, hold up. And that that was like kind of the, the light bulb moment for me. Room got brighter yeah yeah yeah. i mean
0: i think definitely the pimpable fly talked about that as well too i think father time hit me as well Mm because i definitely connect with that as well and then just you know mama and daddy issues sometimes you just have those things that's there and like i said people only know so much you know as parents i try not to to crash on them too much right i get older when i was young like why are they doing all this stuff like (laughs) i see my friends they ain't dealing with none of this stuff but then i see some things that they you know everybody got something you know just people all just people absolutely and I definitely can attest to having you know abandonment issues myself too and dealing with relationships with you know the opposite sex and things that I was looking for that I realized now is very unhealthy you know yeah. what I'm saying like you know because sometimes as a parent if you never had a parent you know i my mom you know she was an orphan or whatever she had no parents you know okay what I'm my mom grandmother passed away. A drug overdose, my grandfather got murdered by some Italian mafia cats in New York. Like I told you, I got some stuff in my family, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, I'm thinking everybody's family yeah. deal with things like this and had to ask certain questions and do research that people just didn't want to talk about. But at the end of the day, I realized, you know, I try not to be too harsh on those people because they only know so much, you mm-hmm. know, and they've been put into environments, even talking to my uncle about certain things, trying to understand exactly why my family operated the way they do on my dad's side. And then some of my mother and my aunties and stuff like that to understand exactly why they operate the way they did on their side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I realized all this stuff just comes from generational baggage, whether, you, you know, whatever race or creed or whatever, whatever you're dealing with in terms of generational baggage, I just hope that, you know since You have that eureka moment, you understand for things, real. and you grow, because that's the part of the human experience. You know, we're spirits having a human experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I realized even, like, some of the things I was looking for, like, I would feel certain anxiety if a person wasn't, like, reaching out at a certain time. It was just a different thing I was dealing with. I'm like, yeah. that stuff is not healthy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. at the end of the day, we all gonna come and go. Mm-hmm. And even, like, with these conversations I have with people that are of an older generation, most fact, that, nine out of ten people that I, well, not, no, I say five out of ten people that I speak to on the phone, like, they've been in relationships yeah. and this nigga other passed away, like, years before. So, like, all right. we all gonna lose something. Yeah, you know? But we sure. have to be able to gain and understand things while people are still here. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's how I look at it. But with generational curses, I definitely understand my abandonment issues based off of just you know, my dad being out of my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A certain way, at certain times that this was very uncomfortable. Like I even had family like, man, I can't let you borrow my game because because you might, I might not see you for another four years. <laughs> your daddy might not pick you up for another four years. God I might that. not see you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would be time, for real, it would be time I would see family and everybody's getting big and old. I'm like, damn, man, I ain't seen you in a long time. Like, yeah. you just got, like, you shot up. Or you got big. Your voice got deep. it would be times I would just not see people. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I think my mother's had good intentions, but at the same, same time, it's had an impact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, moving around a lot. Fathering out of my life. Divorces, all types of stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it definitely plays a part. And as you get older, and you get more solidified as yourself as a man, you do have to go through that journey. You do have to go yeah. through that, those, those those scars and understand exactly what they, I, I would try to avoid it as yeah. much as possible. Even my art, I would avoid that because uh, I know when I paint, I go into this weird trance. Yeah. And I start thinking about stuff. Start doing your thinkings. <sighs> Realizations <laughs> to, the, to the 10th power, K.O. Right. Kim. Uh-huh. Shit, I'm like, damn, I don't want to think about this. For real? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with
1: this right now. That's the easiest, easiest, thing, easiest to thing to do. Easiest thing to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, my, my escape has always been having a te- television in front of me. Like, oh, I had man. a TV in my room no matter what. Through, since from the time I was, wow. you know, three, four years old, okay. it was, I've always had a TV in my room. And you just watch it. E- yeah, so weird. it like, whether the cable was off, whether, you know, no, no matter what, I was, I way. I was in front of that TV and Final everything way. else Didn't matter. got to fade away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout so out to I anime. So I feel like that was, yeah, for yeah, real. shout for out to us. anime. I was right there watching Toonami. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Raroni Kenshin. Man, because I can escape my issues. You, you the show shows. Issues. Exactly. In your journey. And I'm not dealing with mine. Yeah. That's how I would
0: deal with it. All right. Write. Yikes. Yeah, so. Exactly. That's... Yeah. that's is
1: escapism
0: is is real it's a real thing because it's so easy man it's so easy to just be like i don't want to deal with these problems i don't wanna deal with these issues but you realize and come to find that even though you go through that pro- through that process of shadow work and really understand yeah. exactly who you are behind the scenes not just what you put in front of everybody else um you, you develop as a person you understand the generational curse you understand exactly what's going on and it just helps you be more grounded yeah, you around know, yep. other people so you don't have to have all those insecurities I mean, we all gonna have something insecure about but
1: yeah, yeah. some insecurities is out the chain I'm like bro yeah, yeah, yeah. you know
0: what I'm saying For this real.
1: is too much even so. with even with like discovering generational curses and you know or just unpacking trauma in your life and stuff like that it's always gonna be levels to it so yeah. it's like you might think you completely unpacked it you might think you completely reached mm-hmm. the understanding of it and then you are gonna get a year two years down the road and be like oh <laughs> it's more. It's, like, it's yeah, more. Yeah, that was just the tip of the iceberg. It's like, even like mentioning that, I'm just going to say, I don't have these
0: weird tie uh, tiebacks or whatever, but like yeah. when I watch movies, right? From like when I was a child watching the movie to when I'm an adult watching, the movie right. There's so many different dynamics to the yeah, movie that I yeah. never paid attention. Even when I watch Childs and Ninja Turtles, <laughs> I re-watched the very first one that came out in 1989. Uh-huh. And there's so many the deeper, movie. yeah, deeper excerpts. Even the Rotten Tomatoes, man, I don't like y'all for that one. Y'all gave them the 39%. <laughs> I was like Nah that movie is a classic. Boy. It is, it is. I feel like there's certain parts and excerpts of that movie that was necessary to hit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In terms of like seeing the different personalities that each character each turtle, master split, different things that they had to kind of encompass and deal with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like you just don't think about this when you're younger. You just on the adventure trying to see them try to succeed and beat the shredder. That's right. why you really yeah, yeah. care about. But exactly. as you get older, you see all these different dynamics. Raphael coming to himself as a teenager. Leonardo trying to come to himself uh, as a leader. Michelangelo just being goofy, yeah. Tell just being a nerd, like they all had their own things that made themselves almost like a full body that was able to be a force. that exactly. help themselves overcome, you know, certain objections and things like that, that nature. So that's how yeah. I see yeah, it, man.
1: I feel that, but I wouldn't see that as a kid, you know. What I'm right? Yeah, need to turn up. Yeah, exactly. You needed to calm down a little bit, get some more wisdoms yeah. in you, and be able to look at it. You know For what I'm sure. saying? And now we can have this podcast and give people dissertations about oh, Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles For that sure. they never would've got elsewhere. Shout you know out know to them. It would
0: be <laughs> nice to get an endorsement by Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that saying? would be I'm nice. Donatello's you know one saying? of my favorite characters. That dude's dude. an egghead, but he's super smart and into science. I was like, yeah. hey, that dude, I can connect. I was like, In my favorite color, Purple, so I was like, I can oh, connect okay. with Donatello Heavy. I was like, that's The cat, yeah, and then you look at the names where well, they're all like famous artists,
1: right? Yeah, and I was, 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 was only an auto guy myself, yeah, 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 yeah You know what yeah.
0: I'm mean, saying? Everybody own character they, they connected right. with the most, you know what I'm saying? But I think they each had pieces of a person that cause I think every person has layers too, you know, what I'm yeah, for sure. Diving back into being as a uh, person, you know what I'm saying, you got layers too. So mm-hmm. I think each character kind of played a part in different parts, but whatever resonated the most to you probably is like.
1: The dynamic of yourself that's the most prominent. You know yeah, what I'm saying so. Absolutely, absolutely for sure. We want to get into one of these, uh, one of these segments, man. What's up? Um, oh what man, we got, what we got. That'll so, be
0: that'll be nice. Yeah, real so, quick, that'd be nice for today. Shout out to a. I think I'm saying this correctly. A-Low. I'm not sure if anybody has issues with texture. Uh, they do have like little, like aloe chunks in there. So it's it's really good though. It's actually pretty refreshing. It's helping me out energy-wise. Kind of a better solution to me, you know, drinking certain things. But you know, just another shout out to another company. It would be nice to have you, you know, have you all sponsor us, you know what I'm saying? We would love to have, you know, some of these products, you know what I'm saying? Test them out. They taste delectable. Check them out, man.
1: They're pretty good for you as well. So okay. shout out yeah. to Alo. And since we got the the healthy right here, you know what I'm saying? We talk about something a <laughs> little a little less healthy. We got, you know what I'm saying? It would be nice if we could get a C4, C4 sponsorship perhaps. Shout you know what C4. I'm saying? This right here is the C4, C4 superhuman performance. You know what I'm saying? We're not sponsored mm. by them, but mm. that'd be nice if we was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I prefer the, the super brain ones. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like you know I'm I'm really not sure about the difference between like it all hit the same. It's just it the kinda brand. all hit the same to me. I think it's just Brandon. Brandon. You know what branding. I'm saying? Brandon's powerful. Shout out to Brand. It is very it's very <laughs> powerful. Like I'll be yeah. getting them Celsius's Thinking that um they got fruit on the can so it's healthy, you know. It's
0: not as healthy. As it's
1: not as healthy. They say zero sugar. It, it, it ain't hitting as hard as the other stuff, but it's right, still. Right.
0: If you drink too much of anything, it's yeah, it's, an it's not. It's effect.
1: not good. Yeah, it's
0: I probably advantage. should just drink coffee, but I don't like the taste of coffee. You know, I also don't. like having to use the restroom so often. Mm, that too. Coffee yeah. makes you use the restroom a lot. I mean, it's it's a. I, I think it's pros and cons to that, but
1: yeah, I don't like. Yeah, and indeed, yes. So we got another segment too. Yes, um, this one we haven't done in a while. It's called Naughty or Nice. Naughty or oh, Naughty or Nice. Naughty naughty this is, where, that yeah, time, this is so. where we. where we talk about we someone someone that out that. there who uh, seems to be nice. Seems to be nice, but might actually naughty, be baby. naughty. behind, yeah, you know behind the behind shout the scenes. Yeah, shout out know to you for saying? that. So uh, you know, who, who you got anybody on your your brain? You might... Trying to think of
0: who who. I wonder about Drew Carey. I don't know why that came to my Drew, mind. Drew Carey. He, he's uh he he hosts um uh uh The Prices Right Now. Okay. I, I, I feel like he seems nice on camera, but I think off camera. I know it sounds weird, Yeah, because he had on uh, he had that one show as well, too, that had
1: um I gotta I gotta look at this cat. Up.
0: Yeah, no, go ahead. You might be a little bit because I'm, you know, a couple I am a little bit older. I might be a little bit older than him. I'm maybe about seven years older than you, Would with you to
1: We okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wonder about him as well, because he seems nice, comedic. He yeah, very funny cat. He
1: looked like he uh he got some
0: Wayne Brady. Kind of Introduce him to the world, so
1: you know, uh-huh. shout out to Wayne Brady. You know, I think Wayne Brady might be one. Oh, Wayne Brady got some thugs, yeah, yeah. I don't nah. care, about nobody.
0: He said you make Brian Gumble like, <laughs> <I'm coming laughs> but in real life, I think Wayne Brady got some hood to him. He, yeah, got too good yeah, a he voice. can't be that his nice. His voice is too good. He got uh, one of them sultry ass old school voices right. that you could just put on, you know, and just play with, you know, with mm-hmm. the, what's his name? Um, uh, Kenny Lattimore, he had that type of vibe, right? Right, you know what for I'm sure. saying? After seven. You know, uh-huh. shout out to you know Babyface and all Lucas Cash too. Right. Rest in peace to Mel- uh, Melvin Edwards as well, the older brother. But that's that's a fire group. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Wayne Brady definitely got some thug in it. What, what, what who who you think
1: you think is nice on the scene? Nice on the scene, but behind the, the scenes is yeah. man. I gotta um. Yeah, I had I had a few of these before we started recording. Now yeah. now, now they all done left me. But I mean, it, the cheat code is always to think. Who is light skin ah! with with bright eyes?
0: Green eyes.
1: Oh, know You already know what he's t-
0: about. T- yeah, he, he, he
1: uh, Mikey, Michael. Ely. I feel like I think Michael Ely is actually nice. I think he, he might be really a the villain, though. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And I feel like he's never really he's he's always like real soft villain too. Yeah, he's not like. He never so,
0: doing nothing he too. He did throw that baby out
1: the too. window
0: for color women. Though. Okay. Okay. Like when the kids <laughs> he threw both the kids out the window. Okay, see, I ain't know I ain't know about that one, but you gotta watch that movie. That <laughs> movie was deep. That okay. movie gonna hit you. Well, shout out to to uh, uh, I think I think um I think what's his name? The dude that did um Tyler Perry, I think he might have been the one that's behind that movie. Maybe it was that the one with him and Taraji. No. Well, I'm
1: thinking about a one different movie.
0: Okay, I'm sure. I know what movie you're talking about. Okay. Um that movie was deep, too. I think, I forget the name of it. Oh, man, so many good mo- I'm I'm sure the brain, y'all, because Singa DeMario, shout out to the Single DeMario and all, you know, my Latino people yeah, that yeah. i cool with, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, 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 took, <laughs> man, y'all showed some brother love yesterday. It was, it was fire. I love the environment, love the energy. Uh-huh. I've always had. I've always been good with the Latins. You know, they've right. always been cool. I don't know what it is, but I'm always cool with them. they always real. I was, yep. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. a real hospital. I love, I love that culture, man. They're very nuclear setting. Sure. very family-orientated, lots of love. But
1: don't
0: get
1: on their bad side. Right. Just exactly. Get that spice. So I don't want none of that spice. <laughs> the wrong spice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But know, but I feel like, uh, I don't know if we mentioned him last time we did this segment. I think we might have. So if we did, forgive us. But uh, Smokey Robinson. Oh, That's yeah, what I feel did. like is. Yeah. Like we mentioned it, but I don't think we really delved into it. I feel like he's one of the ones that's just like, oh, yeah, he seemed it. like he always calling somebody a bitch under like in his brain like he has that, that <laughs> look
0: I feel like he has that smiley venomous villain, mm-hmm. look shout out to him in Motown but I just feel like he was a gangster behind Yeah. The yeah stuff. too pretty man he was yeah, a, too pretty uh-huh.
1: sometimes when you do and they got that gloss and that voice that just even yeah. his talking voice oh even just...
0: Jay Valentine I heard that he looked all nice and uh-huh. you know suave in the face you know but he get a couple of drinks from him and that baby mm-hmm. come out. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I just want, well, he's not even got the bright eyes, but he got the suave, right. you know what I'm saying? So shout out to, you know, R&B Money. I would love to be on that podcast one day. Yeah, yeah. i to step uh, my R&B game up. I got to get my vocals, <laughs> you know,
1: vocals better. But yeah, man, shout out to you. Right. Yes, I mean, I think that's that's, that's that pretty much covers it yeah, this, yeah, for this yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. Next, next time we might flip it, you know. what I'm saying, talk about people who nice or well, naughty, but look, but are actually nice. They're actually, like really nice. nice you we know talked about what that a little
0: yeah, so yeah. yeah. We have to do that, you know, because some people play a really good villain, but I know they're probably real nice. people in real uh, yeah. life? Exactly, and, and then you wonder about because it's it's an art form, right? So then it's like that character sticks so well mm. that you think they're gonna be really mean, but then like they're super nice, yeah. And very nice people you're meeting. Like this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, the homie that plays like Pinky, what's his name? Or Pink and uh at Friday, uh, next Friday, like, he plays all these uh, villainous oh, like, yeah, roles. Yeah. I think in real life he might be a really nice. I dude. think so. Yeah, and really down to earth. Yeah, okay. right. he's like, man, this is just this. I'm just the character in the movie. Uh-huh. Stop keeping that on me. Right, like, my baby. eyebrows are just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah! And the homie that played in um, what's that movie? Um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. a dude that's from Chicago. Uh, he has a brother. <laughs> A yeah. ball header I can't yeah, remember his yeah. name, but he played in uh, his brother played a bad fool. But he always uh-huh. played like the villain, but I wonder in real life like he's actually probably like a really nice dude. You know what I'm saying? I so, could see that. Yeah. So people like we we'll get into it the next time. Indeed. Indeed.
1: For sure, for sure. My bad. I'll be helping you stay with y'all <laughs> yeah, bear with me with me. Well man, I think uh I think we got a pretty good episode in. Absolutely. Hope y'all, y'all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No pun intended, but we definitely
0: gave it to y'all.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Pause if necessary. If anybody that's listening, pause.
0: <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all for your time, for your love, peace and blessings. Again, uh my name is Jacques Will Wright. It's adrian peace. And this is the Nice Guys Podcast, man. Y'all be safe. Peace and blessings. Peace. Peace.